Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Paulette. I'm one of the editors here at How Stuff Works, and with me is writer Jonathan Strickland. Howdy. And um, today we're going to be talking about an article that I wrote um, some time ago called How the Google Apple Cloud Computer Will Work. Um, and um, just to give you a little background about it, uh, this is a uh, completely hypothetical product. Um, it's something that uh, writer Nicholas Carr was talking about in his blog in a post in October 2007. Um, and basically what he said uh, was that because the future of computing is cloud computing um, and because Apple is such a great technology provider and Google would be such a good back end, um, it would be really neat if they came up with a portable device that Apple made that Google would supply the the back end for the computing power for, and um, the thing is, it may sound uh, completely fictional, 
But um, I don't know. You've been writing a lot about cloud computing. I have. Jonathan. What do you think? <clears throat> and for those of you who don't know, cloud computing is uh, is when you've got a network of computers or even supercomputers uh, that does all the processing power for you. You use your computer to to log in and access these resources. So your computer's not doing the work. There's a network doing it. Um, and Google's very much interested in this. Uh, they've been pouring uh, millions of dollars of research into cloud computing over the last couple of years. Uh, so half of that equation <laughs> seems to already be well on its way. Uh, the question is whether or not some hardware producer will come up with the, the hardware end of it, the front end, if you will. Um, that's, that's where the largest amount of speculation is because we know that there are companies doing the, the back end. I mean, Google's just one of them. Uh, there's also IBM and Microsoft is also interested as well as others. Uh, so it's coming. We just don't know who's going to be giving you the uh, the hardware you'll be using to access it. If if you're not just using a regular computer, that is. Yeah, it's um you know of course Apple's gotten a lot of positive feedback for design, uh, especially with uh, its more recent um, things like the iPod and the mm-hmm. iPhone. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, I guess in a way, the iPhone is already. Uh, cloud computer of sorts. I mean, you could use Google Docs or some of the other uh, cloud computing uh, programs right now on an iPhone or some of the other phones too, for that matter, right? Right, right. But uh, with the the Google Apple program, of course, you're talking about a very streamlined piece of hardware that would that wouldn't cost very much money. Um, I think two hundred dollars was the yeah. figure Carl yeah. was throwing around. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that's very appealing. You think about that—a a personal computer for two hundred dollars. Uh, for people who aren't really expert users, they might not understand that that doesn't that, that that computer doesn't actually have any real native capabilities. It's really just a terminal to access other capabilities, uh, which I think is probably the biggest concern. It's just a user awareness. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they don't know that this, they might be used to a computer where they save all their programs onto a hard drive or onto a disk. Uh, People who aren't really savvy about that might have some issues buying a computer that you know, you can't do that. It doesn't have that. It doesn't have a hard drive, or it doesn't have an optical drive, or uh, things like that. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny. It reminds me of uh, my college computing days, and I'm dating myself here. But uh, back when I had to use a VAX terminal right. in the basement of the library uh, where I was in college. Um, you know, it was basically just a uh, a monitor and a keyboard, and all the processing power was handled by a centralized supercomputer. Right. Yeah, it's going back to that timeshare model where you had a, a central computer and a, and several terminals, and people could access the central computer's resources, but the terminals themselves didn't really have anything to them. I mean, other than it was it was just an interface. Uh, it's it's interesting because it is going in a full cycle. You're going back to the early days of computing. Uh, with this model, it's just it's on a much more complex scale. Yeah, um, it's funny though. You have other items like the uh, like the MacBook Air, which doesn't have uh, an optical drive built in, you know, and it doesn't even have an, an Ethernet port. So you know, all your computing would be done wirelessly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is an actual computer. It's got uh, you know a flash um, storage drive on it instead of a a, a magnetic. Right. Um, hard drive. So that's, you know, I guess in a way, in some ways, we're already getting there. It's just not exactly what Carr had in mind. Right. And, and Apple has a reputation of being very uh, newbie friendly. Uh, but right now, we're just not seeing that. The MacBook Air, I don't think, is really a newbie computer. In fact, I wouldn't, I would, I would think that most people 
wouldn't be purchasing an Air for their for their primary computer. That's that's almost a secondary or, or tertiary computer uh, for those who have the resources for it because it's a, it's also a fairly expensive computer. Uh, but but Apple certainly has the capability of producing something very streamlined. Uh, so it, we may we may in fact see Cars Vision play out. It might take a few more years though. Yeah. Well, until then, uh, you can definitely check out how the Google Apple Cloud Computer will work um, on HowStuffWorks.com. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.